各位听众朋友们，大家好，欢迎听到 The Bilateral, the flagship podcast from the Canada-China Business Council. I'm Sarah Kudalakos, CCBC's Executive Director, and my co-host is Noah Fraser, our Managing Director in Beijing. 希望您会喜欢这个播客。The Bilateral is designed to shed light on issues of interest to the Canada-China business community, to highlight some of the interesting work CCBC's members are doing, and to help our Canadian audience better understand what is happening in China today from a business perspective. This episode is one in our Business Excellence Awards series on the bilateral. We began the Canada-China Business Excellence Awards in 2008 as a way to celebrate the success of organizations that are doing business between Canada and China. Every two years, CCBC presents these awards to organizations that have played an innovative and leading role in expanding and nurturing bilateral business relationships. We will highlight the winners in our three categories: outstanding member, exceptional SME, and education excellence. We hope that the stories of our award winners provide inspiration and help to encourage more successful trade and investment between Canada and China. The CCBC is grateful to SnapPay for its support of the awards initiative. Joining me today is Bernard He, Hujun, president of Bright Mega Capital Corporation, who joins us from Toronto. Bright Mega received the bronze award in the outstanding member category at CCBC's 2020 Business Excellence Awards. This was presented to a CCBC member organization of any size in any sector that has achieved success in China by undertaking bold ventures resulting in commercial success and has clearly distinguished itself from competitors. All three of the winners in this category are involved in bringing Canadian products into consumers' hands, showing the importance of the growth of China's middle-class consumers. The other two, Canada Goose and Viva Naturals, sell their own products to these Chinese consumers. Bright Mega, on the other hand, is a mid-market boutique firm that specializes in private equity investments and advisory services. It works with high-growth businesses on capital injections and market expansions, and takes the best of Canada's offerings to the China market. Bernard, welcome. Tell me, what kind of products are you currently taking to China? Thank you, Sarah.、Uh, thank you for the opportunities. We take right now few categories of products go to China: mom, baby products,、uh, healthy food,、uh, supplements. Uh, those are the two biggest categories we do, but we're aiming also for 2022.、Uh, we bring more ca-、uh, categories, such as、uh, some, you know, Canadian liquor products, whiskey, such type of thing. I think it's going to be very cool. And we're also aiming some other,、uh, like clothing, some like a, some type of specialty、uh, clothing products go to go to China. Yes. And the companies that you represent there, do they come and find you, or are you always on the hunt for these high-growth businesses? Yeah, I would say both.、Uh, because、uh, first off, we are、uh, we promote our service、uh, very aggressively、uh, in Canada, in the U.S., in China.、Uh, we do、uh, through our help of the CCBC and a lot of Chamber of Commerce and our networks. And in China as well, we、uh, before the pandemic, we did a lot of uh, uh, you know the the street show. We do a lot of demo. We we use our Canadian uh, 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 you know commercial、uh, counselors or the service 
you know, people there in Shanghai, Beijing, and Hong Kong, they, they help a tremendous help to, to promote our service. Uh, so through those, uh, um, I would call the, our, we, we, we try to get as many possible exposure to, to many, many companies to let them know what we do. So this is from our end. On the other, other side, uh, we always get a, you know, like a, through CCBC's help and through um, our, our uh, you know, counselor service, commercial counselors in, in China, also trade shows, and many of also, we have also offices in China, so uh, trade partners. So they will always get a lot of uh, requirement from many companies as well. So uh, this is really, uh, on, on the both side, and uh, uh, so we, we see we see many many companies that have have a service uh, from our side and from their own side. And you mentioned the trade commissioners, so these would be people in the embassy in Beijing and the consulates and people in places like Shanghai or Guangzhou. Talk about how you would utilize the trade commissioner service. Yeah, this is uh, this they're fantastic. Really help us to uh, promote uh, the Canadian uh brand okay to help the canadian companies go to establish the 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 relationship with the china counterparties uh get the market survey get the first step you know obviously we we have been doing it for the past many many years but uh so we work on very very closely with the uh with trade commissioners and uh, we do many trade shows together they give a lot of feedback we don't do seminars uh yeah so they they give uh, on their behalf uh, we can really uh, use our service and we can present ourselves uh, in the right way uh, to toward the, the Canadian SME. So I, I think they, 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 did a, they, they do a tremendous good job, especially especially right now because we cannot travel to China. They really, really help us a lot. Okay, so Bernard, you mentioned that you've got several categories like bomb and baby or healthy food, and I think you're selling them on platforms like Tmall. So in a way, you're kind of providing strength in numbers by combining companies that might not be able to go it alone. So tell me about these platforms that you're using and how does a company uh, get involved with your platforms? Yeah, so, so we find out there's so many uh, small, medium enterprises. Um, they have a big requirement uh to sell outside of china so obviously they look at the south of the border us is the primary market but asian countries especially china it's a giant market there's a huge uh demand uh on the from chinese market uh consumers towards the canadian brands overseas brands i'm talking about canada where the country we have the best water air and the soil so ultimately uh, many many products. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, ingredient. Um, I would call the 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 the, the components. Uh, it it are, are are naturally very very good. So so but but a lot of companies that's not big enough, right? In terms of size, in terms of don't have a lot of SQU. Uh, they are not able to to do kind of a team of flagship store on their own. Uh, and the, they, they're struggling to how to do this market, uh, China and without, uh, uh, without any help, you know, uh, you know, basically they don't have the team, they don't have, uh, the, the budget, uh, and they cannot uh, to do this thing on their own. So we think there's a demand to help the SME and to sell, uh, by category of products, it put it into a, 
uh, called a, a, a kind of Tmall specialty stores. So we can bring as many as possible similar type of products because we want to do it. What we want to do is really to bring the uh, 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 the whole package, uh, the category products towards the cons Chinese consumer. Let them know this is the one. If you log on this Tmall specialty, specialty, you can find the best Canadian category product. If you want to say, uh, you you want to like a you know plant-based product. You want to supplement, come to Bright Mega uh, healthy and supplement uh, food stores, and you can find uh, many many small brand for your choice. And uh, we I think we can we really help those uh, 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 SME to solve their the, the whole uh, whole problem. This is a kind of thing they they're not able to do on their own. And uh, uh, I think this is a uh, uh, you know tremendous. Uh, uh, result a lot of guys really, really enjoying that with us uh, so we helped them to solve this problem so in many ways you're like a distributor for them but you're a Canadian company and you're handling things like the marketing and all the logistics and everything else correct yeah so actually we do everything we we really do everything for for the branding company so we do we play a role as their China representative we buy the product uh from x work and we ship to china bonded warehouse because we do the cross board right now the model uh then from there we get a get a listed on the on the on the store uh and we we, we do the all the uh, service uh, you know on on the on the e-commerce side we help we, we do all the uh, translation we do everything toward the sales the shipment we got a payment back then we paid to the 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 brand of the companies we we are role not just a service company we're the partners right so that's uh uh it's kind of a partnership relationship we we, we help them to do solve the, everything also we have to do the social media marketing um this is very important if we promote a we sell products category in china if we don't have a exposure the people they don't understand they don't know they never heard about it this is can never, never sell if you have the best, uh, best products, right? So this is also we help to do the all kind of social media. Uh, you can name them like uh, Wishing, Weibo, Redbook, uh, uh, live streaming. Uh, we do also online promotion, uh, direct to sell along with the TML service together group. Uh, so, so we, 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 we our role it's we are here. We're also in China, so we, we do both. We really help the branded company here to do the whole package service to selling their products in China. If, if, if a company is thinking about wanting to sell in China, what would you say are the characteristics of such a company that has potential to do well? What do they need to have done before they come to you? So I think this is like any brand to sell to a new market, right? So you gotta, look, you gotta, you gotta be ready, you gotta be prepared. Uh, I gotta mention a few points. I think it's important. First off, you gotta you, you, you gotta have the already a strong sales through and strong brand wellness in their in the country. Like in Canada, if you sell Costco, if you sell the Whole Food, if you sell Loblaws, if you're in the, in the Walmart, that's gonna help a lot. If you can, we can do you know, Amazon, if, so we can help a lot in China. Uh, so secondly, you know the products need to be. Uh, 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 competitive in terms of the the pricing, um, really type of products really loved by the Chinese consumers. Um, 
and uh, there's a big demand. So that's uh, in terms of the product si uh, side. Uh, you need a budget. You need to invest into the market. Uh, this is quite important. Without investment, even though we can bring the best products on online, uh, the people won't buy because they don't know, they don't understand. So we have to promote that. It's like, a, you know, so I mentioned all the perversely, some social media um, uh, tools. Uh, I mentioned the, the, the PR, you got a trade show eventually. Uh, all those combinations, everything that really help the consumer when they get on the line, they see, you know, I heard about it. I, I've been looking for that and I've been, I've been trying before and uh, I want, I want, I really want to buy. Okay. So uh, another point I would call it's really the management team get a key into this market. It's not going to happen in a day or so. Okay. It takes time. Uh, you need to have a, a plan, a business plan, a Chinese business plan for a couple of years. Uh, the numbers going to gradually move up. Uh, it's not going to happen in a day or so. So this is, a, I, I would call it takes, uh, you know, few years to get the numbers they, they, they want. But the, the good thing about that, once you get the, 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 the branding, the wellness in the market, once the people, rec you know, recognize that and they, they will not uh, let it go, you know, this will become a, uh, you know, a very, very natural sales in the, in the, in the next uh, many, many years, because the, the size of the market is so big. Okay. So it's just to sell like a few percentage of the company who, who, who are able to 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 afford to buy or who love the Canadian products? This is going to become the probably your largest market by far. Okay, so um, yeah, so those are the few points I would call. It is important for uh, SME to understand this is not an easy path. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not happening the day or night, but but it it is. I think it's important to have this uh, strategy. It's going to help them also to grow this business in the many, many other countries, Southeast Asia or Asia mm. Pacific, or even other countries as well. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned, you know, point number three, that you need to have a budget for marketing, you need to invest. And, you know, I don't think any Canadian company would say, oh, I think I'll go sell in Target in the US and not have the plan for the SG&A spend that's required. Uh, is what's required in China more or less than you might require to go to another market? Yeah, so the model right now we do in, in China is, um, to I think the two steps. Okay, one step it's uh, we call it e-commerce cross-border model. Really, uh, we're using uh, Alibaba or JD, Tmall type of uh, e-commerce uh, platform. They bring many, many, many clients, customers. So we are we're trying to do as best as good as possible. The the, the best the using their tools and your traffic and to to sell. So the, the, so most of the I would call the investment really go to the the platform okay so okay. then some of the budget has to be really go to the social media which i mentioned right so then the second stage is once you get a sort of client base a client base custom base on through the cross-border model then if then you can really think about it, your next step will be what we call the general sales you really bring the products into the chinese market then you can really through we call the traditional uh, uh, dis import distribution retail channel, then this can can do the mass. It's going to be the top in term of the custom base. It's going to be ten times bigger. Uh, so that's by that time you're ready to do that. You got a, you got experience. You are, already have a client base. Then you can gradually move to a larger scale business into the into the market. 
So the cross-border e-commerce start gives you a chance to build the awareness to test it out before you make those bigger investments. Absolutely, especially this is great for the SME, small, because you know, in order you can do the, uh, uh, in general, sales, you really need a lot of work. A lot of products probably you cannot sell immediately to China, you cannot bring them in, you need a regulatory, you gotta have to change the packaging, you probably have to, you know, do the do the testing, you have to change the ingredient, the components. Mm -hmm. It's it's not easy probably if you do the cross border. We don't need to, to change anything. You we sell exactly the same item you sell here in Loblaws, uh, uh, Walmart, or Costco. We sell the same product through the cross border model. So this is really good for uh, a company to try. Once you see this is uh, there's a demand there, and uh, then you can really really go to the next stage. Yeah. Now, can you give me a case study of a company that Bright Mega has helped and how its China business evolved? Yeah, sure, my pleasure. Um, so I will mention a company called uh, Simply Protein. It's a plant-based. Uh, it's a plant-based protein bar. Okay, we see this is probably everywhere in Canada, U.S. a lot. Uh, Costco, Whole Food, uh, Loblaws, Shoppers, uh, you know, Amazon, the U.S. Uh, uh, Sam's, Costco, Mayer, Kroger, many, many places. So this is the brand. They never, they always have a uh, ambition. They want to try the, they want to do the China business. Okay. Because, uh, it is important for the strategy and the people, because the Chinese consumer, they're starting to understand they want something healthy and better products, not a traditional, I would call the, the energy bars, right? It's a really heavy sugar, high pr protein. But this is a great product. They they targeting really, really like a high protein, but a very low sugar. Okay. So we tried this five months ago, six months ago, and uh, uh, you know, surprisingly, uh, it's. I mean, we put obviously we 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 build this whole very beautiful platform. Uh, we show the, the best picture. We do a lot of uh, uh, online uh, promotion, but also in the same time, we also gradually move on a lot of social media starting Redbook, we do live streaming, we find the KOL. Um, and uh, yeah, so the numbers, the people, uh, uh, the, the, how they like the product, how they review, how they think this is so such a taste of product. It's we didn't even realize we're at the beginning, we we're surprised a little bit, we, we don't know how the Chinese think about this type of, uh, you know, plant based, uh, uh, protein bar, right? So it's not a traditional Chinese uh, diet. We don't really, you know, people don't really eat this way, right? Right. Uh, but right. but 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 this has become surprised to so many people, and uh, from the kids, uh, the to the adult, to the to the to the old people, uh, senior people, they all think this is uh, very tasty and healthy, and uh, they can they, they, they love they love them so much, right? So then, uh, and the numbers, it's uh, every month double, triple, four times. So the whole, you know, management team, the company, uh, ourselves, uh, our partners, the consumers, we'll be, we're very happy for the past uh, couple of months, the result work, right? So, and uh, and, the, and especially right now, we, we use this uh, Winter Olympic game. We, mm -hmm. we use a lot of athletes because, they, because this brand also uh, have some KOL in North America in the in the sporting in the athletics, right? So we use that as uh, as kind of uh, uh, leverage into going to China. See, this is uh, 
you know, healthy products. It's loved by the athletes at sport. So this is we tied with a little bit the Olympic uh, uh, ambiance and the atmosphere. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's great. See the, the uh, you know people people love to see uh, it's coming from the from this Canada and uh, it's uh, it's great for the for the sport as well. Yeah. And is I'm wondering if you're promoting Simply Protein as a Canadian brand. And I ask this because in our recent business survey, um, we were able to see that the Canada brand is a big part of companies' business development in China. And I think many people were surprised to hear that even in the last few years where much about Canada-China business has not gone well, um, the Canada brand has not weakened. So I'm curious, what's, what's the reaction to Canada? Yes. So first of all, I think uh, uh, we do this business really B2C, okay, to the consumers. The Chinese consumers, they don't really care about this from, you know, the country where there might be a tension politically, there's maybe some disagreement for certain points. But Canada as a country, we don't need to promote. It's a salt. It's the best country, the cleanest the country, the warmest. I mean, the, in terms of the the the, the, the most the, the lovely people there, and the, they have it's a beautiful country. So so ultimately, there's some good products coming from this from Canada. is very well welcome in the, in China. So this is despite the this uh, you mentioned about some some uh, uh, tensions. I don't really see it's a fact. Uh, the Canadian brand to go into China. People still love the products from from Canada. Well, you know, you, you, we all know the the brand like a Canada Goose, uh, Lululemon, even Tim Hurton grow so fast right now. People, you know, really enjoy to have those uh, uh, to to embrace those Canadian brands. So what we do also as well is what we do this uh, Timo uh, 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 Canadian brand specialty stores. It's uh, one of the goals we want to do is really combine many Canadian brands. It's, it's a sell the Canadian brand together. It's an image towards the consumers. And, uh, and this is, uh, I, I think it's important uh, for uh, small, medium enterprise because we're in the China. So it's, it's a, uh, pe- the people can have all kinds of choices from over the world, right? U.S., the European market, Japan, Korea, Canada, uh, it's, it's, it's a country for them a lot of people they don't they don't know very well right yeah. they, they, they it, it's uh they don't know very well they haven't try a lot of things it is really my goal uh is to bring that to, to the different level and the sales methods possible let the people understand we as a country canada we we're we have the best products and we are we're happy we love we love to sell the product during the channel Okay. Now, you know, we hear a lot about the need to diversify and many companies are using China as a diversification play, but uh, does selling in China help a company in its sales and operations elsewhere in the world? Yeah. So for most of the, you know, the cases we see right now, most of, you know, the brand we do is Canadian brand. So they already do very well in in Canada, US. And uh, once we get into the, the, for, for them, the international, it's European, Asian, Pacific, uh, so mainly. So the Asian Pacific mainly, it's a China, with by far the largest country. So from the China, uh, uh, as the as as largest consumer market in uh, almost in the world, in Asia, for sure, 
it's it's definitely people around China uh, around China and Asian other countries they look at that. So I give example, uh, you know, for sure, like Japan, Korean, uh, Thailand, uh, Asiana countries, uh, they all have so many, so many uh, uh, Chinese as well, and they have a lot of influence by the Chinese consumer and the Chinese habit to, to, to bring the the the, the products Chinese. Uh, giant like a T, uh, Alibaba, they also have the platform uh, in the other Asian countries, right? So if we are success into China market by, um, let's say the Tmall to start and eventually go to the other distributions, then this it's, it definitely will help the Asian Pacific uh, market to grow. Okay, so this is a, a because of, you know, like uh, for example, we do China, then Australian see that uh, the their requirement for some, you know, uh, business, uh, Japan, Korean, uh, they also are very keen once we see, they see our products uh, in China. So this is, uh, uh, I think this can be pretty strong uh, influence uh, and strategically important for a company uh, to do business uh, starting from China. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Now, Bright Mega has partnered with Joe Mimran, who many people know is the founder of Joe Fresh and other brands. How do you and Joe work together? And what do each of you bring in terms of benefits to a company that you're helping? Yeah, Joe, it's a, it's a friend of mine for 20 years. And uh, uh, yeah, so we help uh, actually at the beginning, we help the supply chain from China uh, and we sell to Canadian market. And uh, Joe designed many, many products, including Joe Fresh and the PC brand. That's how we get this whole uh, relationship. And uh, now I, uh, uh, our our selling point is really bring the Canadian brand going to other countries. So to definitely help us to put a target to the plan uh, on the, uh, how this can be uh, doing better in the other countries, not only uh, Canada, US. So help us to, to refresh the brand, the brand position, uh, and help also sometimes the company got to get investment help because i you know put the dollars into the company uh we have fun together we also help the canadian uh sme to help them to bring the go to overseas so uh from many many angles uh joe really helped us a lot and uh, i really appreciate that uh, that help that's great now you mentioned a little bit the olympics and we're recording this during the olympics which in many ways is china's effort to create and grow a winter sports industry where do you see as the highest post-olympics potential for canada in that sector yeah so i watch this very closely first of all i love the winter sports uh, it's the canadian and uh, um and the canadian owner from china I, I do a lot of winter sports here and i see china really put a lot of uh, uh effort and uh, on the winter winter sports for the next well through this starting from this olympic they're gonna this is gonna go way long in the next many many years uh so i think uh, i think that canada can be involved uh help about this china new uh new type of sports activities in the winter with all kind of winter games you know people obviously think about it right away the hockey and the curlings um um even you know skiing all a kind of uh, a winter winter jacket right so this time a little lemon did a good job i see that very well there the people go crazy about the brand so this is going to go very well and uh so yeah so i think after this uh after this uh, uh winter olympic game i do think this is uh, going to be very strong because canadian lots of canadian brands will see there's uh there's a big market in that country you can sell everything relevant to 
the winter winter sports. Okay, uh, I've already mentioned a couple of things. Uh, I think the healthy food. Uh, I think the winter sporting equipment, the clothes, uh, everything else. I think this is uh, even the sport exchange, uh, training type of the camp. I, I think there's going to be uh, a different level uh, for Canada on with China on this uh, partnership for winter uh, winter sports uh, uh, relevant uh, business. Okay, so a long-term opportunity. Let let's let's go one last question before we wrap up. What do you think might surprise the average Canadian about China today? I think uh, there's many many things. If a Canadian they don't travel, has never got a chance to go to travel to, to China, uh, I think you'll be shocked. You see the differences. Uh, the obviously people know the population there, but I think there's a it's a, it's a country, China's been, become a country very modern, very developed, very technology driven, um, very well uh, educated, and uh, very well rich enough to buy a lot of products from, from overseas. Uh, this is, if, you know, if you don't physically go there, obviously you, you cannot uh, just uh, through the media or something, you probably don't have a direct uh, Understanding, but once you get there, uh, I can. It's it, it could be it's for our average Canadian go there for just for travel to business to trade show. Uh, everyone tells the same thing. It's just unbelievable. It's a country where it's a tremendous opportunity. Dynamic people working hard, uh, 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 but also consume. Okay, so yeah. that means they buy, they consume. This is that's what I see the opportunity again. You know, for the Canadian uh, brand is like, there's a tremendous opportunity to to sell the product, to work with China, and uh, you will see that it's a it's a very big surprise. You will see. Yeah, no, that consumption is definitely driving a lot of opportunity. Well, Bernard, congratulations again, and thanks not only for taking the time to talk to us today, but for helping so many Canadian SMEs to uh, to address China as a market. Thank you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Keep an eye on your email and social channels as we bring you more content on the Canada-China business and investment relationship. More events and information are always available on ccbc.com and our WeChat account, so please give us a follow. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review to help more listeners find us. Thanks for listening, everyone. Fei Zhang Gansie.